1: Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio and Overcoming Life's Obstacles. Praise God, Jesus died at Calvary that we might live an overcoming life. In fact, the promises of God are to the overcomer. And so at this program, with this program, we just want to teach principles of the overcoming life. Praise the Lord. Um, this is Jerry McGee, and our address is Post Office Box 1141, Lyndell, Texas. Seven five seven seven one. My email address is Jerry McGee at sbcglobal.net. That's all lowercase G E R I M C G H E E at sbcglobal.net. And we meet live the first and third Tuesdays of each month from six to eight uh, p.m. Central Time. And so I invite you to invite your friends to to listen. And uh, the message tonight, I'm going to pray. Lord, we just come before your throne, and we thank you for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you who've begun a good work in us will perform it into the day of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we just praise you and bless you for what you're going to do through this message. We thank you, Lord, that you sent your word to heal us. Thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. Thank you that signs and wonders accompany the teaching of your word. And Lord, I just ask tonight that I be a tree of life, that rivers of living water come forth to touch the lives of each person who will listen to this message. I ask you, Father God, that you flow through me and touch every life. I pray your glory rest upon each person as they listen. I pray for your ministering angels, Lord, to minister to each person who's listening in. Lord, I ask you to cover us with the blood of Jesus. I pray a wall of fire ahead your protection, your warring angels around us and our president. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for your divine touch upon our lives. I ask you, Lord, that you will transform and change every life uh, in Jesus' name. And thank you that we've been raised to sit with you in heavenly places for above principalities and powers. And in Jesus' name, we bind you, Satan, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wicked spirits in heavenly places. We bind you in the heavenly places and on this earth. We forbid you to work with, communicate with, make contact with anyone on this earth or in the heavenly places to work divination against us. I bind and break every word of death, word of iniquity, curse, assignment, satanic ritual spoken over us, over President Trump, over every person who listens to this message in the name, power, blood. And by the authority of Jesus, we pray a special covering of warrior angels over us to boomerang back on the enemy. Every curse and assignment sent against us, not to kill them, hurt them, harm them, but so they'll fear God and turn away from evil. Lord, we pray for the salvation of all those who would curse us, misuse us, hurt us. And Lord, we just forgive them all in the name, power, blood, and authority of Jesus. Now, at the end of the program, if you need prayer, you can call in at 646 595 Four seven eight four, and don't forget to press 1, and I'll be happy to pray for you. The message tonight is on a lying spirit, and uh, if you've had that problem lying, then I trust that God's going to use this message tonight to change your life because he said he sent his word to heal you, and I'm going to use a lot of scriptures. You know, Jesus Christ is the word of God. The scripture says in the beginning was the word. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the only glory, only glory of the begotten of the Father. And Lord, you thank you that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And so the Satan is the father of all lies. And so if we are people that have been liars and haven't told the truth, then we've been a mouthpiece for Satan. And of course, a lie is the opposite of the truth. The truth is in God's word. Uh, Every word of God is true, and any word contrary to the word of God is a lie. The definition of a lie is um, an untrue, inaccurate, or misleading statement, a prevarication, a falsehood, um, a tall tale, a fib, a white lie, a fib. You know, you hear people say, well, it's just a little white lie. Listen, a lie is a lie. Uh, A lie also means to misrepresent, to misstate, misrepresent. Uh, state something. It means uh, distorting, distortion. It means exaggerating. It means to convey a false impression. Uh, It means to deceive, fast talk, uh, mislead, prevaricate, manipulate. You know, manipulating is also a lie because if I'm manipulating somebody to get something, I'm giving a false uh, impression. Also, if I'm, um, let's see, there, I, thought, I had a thought of something else that also is a lie. But anyway, Lord, bring that back to my mind if, if, uh, if it was important. Uh, lying is emphatically condemned in the word of God. Lying is wrong because it's contrary to, to the character and nature of Jesus. And it basically is uh, showing that a person is not in touch with reality. You know what's real is the opposite of something that's not real, and so a lie is not real. Uh, God's word is truth, and anything contrary to the word of God is a lie. A lying spirit reveals a heart of hate. If I lie to someone, I'm really revealing that I hate that person. Proverbs twenty six twenty eight says, a lying tongue hates those it crushes. Proverbs ten eight says. He who conceals hatred has lying lips. And, you know, the Bible calls us, Jesus said we have to love uh, the Lord with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, and all of our body and our neighbor as ourselves. And when we lie to somebody, we really are hating them. God's covenant is uh, fulfilled when we walk in love. In fact, Hebrews 9, 6 says a covenant is only valid when men are dead. Now, God doesn't want us to go out and commit suicide, but that's meaning dead to your flesh. It means uh, dead to yourself so that Christ can live through you. In uh, Hebrews 10:26, it says, If we go on willfully sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remain, remains a sacrifice for sin, but a certain terrifying expectation of a judgment of a fury of a fire that will consume the adversaries. For, for it is written, uh, God will um, judge those who are. He. I'm paraphrasing at the end. It says, for the, God's going to judge those that are His. And so, a covenant is only valid when men are dead. When we're walking in love, love fulfills God's covenant. The Bible says, love is patient. And I'm going to paraphrase it. I'll be leaving some of this out. You can read it in First Corinthians 13. But it says love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, love is not rude, love does not act unbecomingly, love does not take into account a wrong suffered, love does not rejoice in um, unrighteousness, but it rejoices in the truth. So when we lie, we're not walking in love. As believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are to love truth, speak truth, embrace truth, walk in truth. You know, if you don't love the truth, the scripture says that God sends you a strong delusion so that you cannot even be saved. And, of course, the most serious consequence of lying is that if you're a person who practices lying, it's not talking about a one-time lie in your life, but it means your habit, your custom, your lifestyle is to lie, you'll not even inherit the kingdom of God. And if you've been a person that claims to be a believer and and your lifestyle has been lying your whole life, then I just believe that you need to check out your salvation because God says that you don't hear because you don't belong to the Lord and you don't speak the truth. Um, And, you know, I don't care if you're a preacher, if you're a pastor, if you're a choir member, if you're a prophet, uh, if you have social standing with the rich and famous, I don't care if you have... Prophetic giftings, it doesn't matter. God says that no liar will enter the kingdom of heaven. And so if that's been your habit, your custom, I trust that God's going to use this message to bring you to repentance today, to change your life. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, that's people that have sex outside of marriage, nor idolaters, that's loving anything that you love more than Jesus. In fact, First uh, Samuel 15, 23 says that all sin is as a witchcraft. Uh, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, that's having sex with someone and you're married to someone else. Uh, nor effeminate, uh, nor homosexuals, nor thieves nor the covetous, nor the drunkards, spiritual drunkenness, physical drunkenness, nor revilers, nor slanders will inherit the kingdom of God. As such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, and in the spirit of God. So, it says that we were we were some of these things before we got saved, but after we're saved, we're not to be these kind of things because we're a new creation in Christ. The scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. And Jesus said, if any man would come after me, he has to deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And when we uh, refuse to deny ourselves, we're manifesting the character and nature of of Satan rather than manifesting the character and nature of Jesus. When we deny ourselves, take up our cross, we are manifesting the character and nature of Jesus. You know, if you're a person that wants God's glory in your life, there's only one way you can get glory. You can't get glory by going to one of these glory meetings.
0: The only way you
1: can get glory is described in John 12, where it says, unless a grain of wheat, that's you and I, fall to the ground and die it abides alone but if it dies it produces much fruit so we have to die to our life in order to produce good fruit and you know like if you plant a grain of corn with a hard shell in the soil the moisture in that soil corrodes the outward layer of the corn and then life in that corn springs forth and so God's given us a picture Jesus has given us a picture that when you and I let go of our life and we give our life over to the Spirit of God and surrender into him by choosing his way over our way, his attitudes over our attitudes, his plan over our plan, his word over our word. When we do that, then the life of, of Christ flows through us. It tells us in John 15, if we, don't produce fr- if we don't produce good fruit, we're thrown away as a branch and burned, gathered, and uh, we're cut off. And so we have to produce good fruit. Jesus is the vine and we're the branches. And he wants us as the branches to let his life, the life of the vine, flow through us. Hebrews 6.18 says it is impossible for God to lie. Um, Titus 1.2 says God cannot lie. And so as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that we're to be followers of truth. And, you know, if you're always telling the truth, you don't have to worry about what you said. You know, if you're a person that's always lying, you're going to have to always be thinking about what you say last. It's, it's, there's no peace in that. Uh, the scripture says Satan is the father of lies. And when we lie, we're being a mouthpiece for the devil. Or, you know, you can be a mouthpiece by speaking the truth. You can be a mouthpiece for God. When we lie, we're letting Satan manifest his life through us. Romans 8:12 says, So then, brethren, we are not under obligation to the flesh, but uh, flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you're, you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you're putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You know, if you're lying, you're certainly not being led by the Spirit of God. And so you need to check out and examine your salvation because you may not even be saved, even though you believe in Jesus with your head, but you've never had a born-again experience. You know, I said to the Lord in 19... uh nineteen fifty eight but I wasn't saved until um, nineteen sixty three I mean, I continued even though I believed in Jesus, the Bible says the devil believes and he trembles, but I just kept on cussing and telling dirty jokes, and my life never changed at all. I just got uh instead of getting baptized, I just had a bath and so but when I was born again. I knew that something had happened in my heart, even though I still wasn't perfect. I'm still a work in progress. I I became a new creation in Christ, and a cuss word came out of my mouth, and I didn't even know the scripture that says, if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. I wasn't even a church member. I was saved reading the Bible, and I just said, Lord, that doesn't sound like anything that just come out of a Christian's mouth and you know God delivered me 50 years ago from profanity. Uh, John 8:12 says, then Jesus again spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world and if anyone follows after me, he will not walk in darkness but he will have the light of life. And then in, in speaking to the Pharisees in John 8:43, you know Pharisees are the religious people. In fact, the church is full of Pharisees. They just deal with the outward appearance. They don't deal with their heart issues. Remember, Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, you're a brood of vipers. You, you clean the outside, but you don't clean the inside. And so religious people, they don't deal with their heart issues. They deal with their outward appearance. They're more concerned about what they're wearing that day than what their heart looks like. And Jesus, when he was speaking to the Pharisees in John eight forty three, he said, why do you not understand what I'm saying? It is because you cannot hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to do all the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and has not stood in truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever we speak a lie, whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And I can say he's the father of liars. If you uh, have a lying spirit, you are uh, letting Satan live his life through you instead of letting the life of Jesus flow through you. John eight forty five, Jesus said, but because I speak the truth to you, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? I speak the truth. Why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the word of God. For this reason, you do not hear them because you are not of God Proverbs 17:7 7 says excellent speech is not fitting for a fool much less lying lips to a prince now a prince is a noble this is in the Hebrew is a noble person having or showing qualities of high moral character such as um, courage and generosity Ephesians 4:15 says But speaking the truth and love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Ephesians 4.25 says, therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak the truth, each of you. Colossians 3.9 says, do not lie to one another since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. And lying is one of the six things that God hates. Proverbs six sixteen says there are six things which the Lord hates. Yes, seven which are an abomination to Him: haughty eyes, and that's to um, look down your nose at people, feel like you're superior, lift yourself up. You know, it just manifests in pride. The way you treat uh, maybe the way you treat waitresses, the way you treat people. Um, God says haughty eyes, and this is one of the major roots to eye problems. And this was something that God really showed me uh, that had been in my life. And I thank God that God has purged that from me. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked plans and feet that run rapidly to evil. A false witness who trusts lies and one who spread strife among brothers. You know, how we spread strife among brothers is by by telling things that we shouldn't tell about people. You know, we might um, have a good impression of someone, but someone comes up and tells us what so-and-so said. I, I can think back a few years ago, somebody that I loved dearly and respect very greatly, uh, they told me that uh, she said I had a Jezebel spirit. And you know what? that was spreading strife and of course i didn't believe it but anyway that's one way you spread strife is tell somebody what somebody said about them lying lips and a perverse spirit go together perverse means stubborn to do evil it means to be ungovernable it means um the option of steadfast god tells us to be steadfast immovable abounding in the work of the lord and so perverse means stubborn to do evil but steadfast means stubborn to do good deuteronomy 32 verse 5 is talking about uh, children of israel they have acted corruptly toward me they're not his children because of defect they are perverse and crooked generation that means they're stubborn to do evil they walk crookedly and let me tell you this can be one of the roots to scoliosis it can be a generational curse of scoliosis, uh, have a crooked walk. <clears throat> They're a perverse and crooked generation. Uh, Proverbs 10:9 says, "He who walks in integrity walks securely, but he who is perver- perverted in his um, ways will be found out." Proverbs 14:25 says, "He who speaks lies is treacherous and faithless." Proverbs 58 3, I'm sorry, 58, Psalm 58 3 says, those who speak lies go astray from birth. You know, <clears throat> I had, had two sons. One son, who is my pastor now, and a great joy to my life, uh, never lied to me. And then I had another son who, praise God, he's in heaven right now. He'd lived a, a homosexual lifestyle, and he lied to me his whole life until he was on his deathbed. And he told me the truth, and then I knew he had truly been born again. Second Thessalonians 2.10, after, um, after um, it says that they, they're going to deceive even the elect with, with lying false signs and wonders, it goes on to say, and with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as be to be saved. And so if you're listening and you don't love the truth, You need to um, ask God to give you a love of the truth. You know, you can't do any of this. God has to do it. God has to do it for you. As you yield your life to him, ask him to purge out the things that displease him. The scripture says, I'm confident of this very thing, that God who's begun a good work in you and me will perform it into the day of the Lord Jesus, and we're all works in progress. And so we have to love the truth. Uh, in fact, Jesus said in John 17:7, 7, "If any man is determined to do my will, he will know if the teaching is from me." And so, if we're not determined to do God's will, we're going to be deceived by every lying sign and every lying wonder, because we don't have a love of the truth so as to be saved. Revelation 22:14 said, "Blessed are those." Who wash their robes, and the way we do that is confessing our sin and repenting that he might have the right to the tree of life and may enter into the gates into the city. And it's talking about the people that can enter heaven. Revelation 22 15 says, Outside, and it's talking about outside of heaven, are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually moral people and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices lying. And the word is practice. It means your habit, your custom, your lifestyle. And when you lie to somebody, you need to go and tell them the truth to get it right. And one of the pieces of the whole armor of God, the spiritual armor, is the belt of truth. And without having on the belt of truth, you have a belt of lies. God talks about the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, be walking uprightly, the belt of truth, and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and so you either have all the armor on, or you don't have any of it on. That means you have no protection. And when you break covenant with God, then here comes the demons. God is, God is the judge. Uh, the officer is the is demon powers, and the prison is uh, a spiritual prison. And when you break you know, when you break physical laws, you have to go before the judge, and then the officer puts you in a physical jail. But in a but in a, God's economy, he's a judge, and the officer is the demon power, and you'd be thrown in a spiritual prison whenever you break God's covenant. And so we have to walk in love. And I read what love was in 1 Corinthians 13, or part of it. I didn't read all of it. But read uh, read First um, um, Corinthians 13. You know, if love is patient, hate is impatient. If love is kind, hate is unkind. If love is not jealous, hate is jealous. If love does not act unbecomingly, hate acts unbecomingly. If love does not take into account a wrong suffered, hate takes into account a wrong suffered. And it goes on to say that... Um, That uh, love does not uh, rejoice in unrighteousness, but it rejoices in truth. And you can read the rest of it. Uh, Either we have it all this armor on or we have none of it on. Romans 13, 12 says, so let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Romans uh, 125 talks about people that even though they knew God, it goes on to say, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie in verse 25, worship the creature rather than the creator. And then later down, further down in that passage, and I meant to to uh, put the verse here, but I forgot to do this. But later down in that passage, it says, so God gives them over to a reprobate mind, which is dementia, which is also Alzheimer's. And so I honestly believe that when, we, when we're given over to a reprobate mind, it's too late. Um, first John one, first John six, uh, one six says, if we say we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. And here are just some reasons and there's, there's no excuse for it, but here are some reasons why people lie and why they're being a mouthpiece for the devil and why they are allowing the father of lies to work through them is that you were trained up to lie. Maybe your mother or father were liars. Maybe there was a perverse, crooked spirit in your bloodline. Mother and father uh, gave you the wrong example by they lying, or maybe they made you lie. Or maybe uh, you had to raise yourself and you had a need and you just went and uh, lied and sold. And so you were trained up. You know, how you're trained up sets a default, and you're trying to break out of it, but you keep getting kicked back to the way you were set at the factory. You know, you can, um, on a computer, you can type a letter and use, I think it's one of 300 different font sizes. I'm Don't quote me on the number. I think it's about 300, but I could be wrong. But you can type a letter using any font, any letter style, And then when you go into another letter, the computer kicks it back to the way it was set at the factory. And so the way you and I were set at the factory is the way that we're trained up. So if you were trained up that way, you need to forgive your parents um, for not providing for you, for for setting the wrong example, uh, for training you up to be a liar and break that, ask God to break that default. And then he'll set the negative default to something positive. People lie to protect themselves. Um, They don't want to hurt or maybe they just want to hurt somebody. So they lie about them. Or maybe they fear rejection. Uh, They afraid afraid if I tell you the truth, you won't like me or you'll reject me. Or they maybe some people just have a problem saying no. You know, Jesus talks about uh, two two men. And uh, one said, you know, Jesus told him to do something and he said, I'll go. The other one said, I will not go, and the one that said, I will not go, was the one that he went, and the one who said, I'll go, and didn't, he lied, and he was the one that was the least favored. you uh, we lie because we have a man-pleasing spirit. You know, people with a man-pleasing spirit, they'll tell you exactly what you want to hear. I'd rather you tell me to go jump in the lake than just, you know, tickle my ears. And we lie because we fear men and women more than we fear God. God says the fear of the Lord is to turn away from evil. Um, The fear of of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We lie to cover over our sin. And Proverbs says if you cover over your sin, you'll not prosper. But if you confess and forsake it, you'll find mercy. And so people that are lying are constantly trying to cover over their sins. Uh, people lie because they want things. They cheat, still manipulate to get them. Uh, And basically that goes back to a a spirit of greed. People lie because they want to be important and to be accepted. I know a man that uh, used to go into bars and he wanted to be accepted so bad He would put a little Panama hat on and he'd go into a bar and he'd pretend that he was a detective and he would lie and say he was this, that. And he, he just would say all kinds of lies. And, you know, he ended up, um, getting a huge, uh, tumor in his breast about the size of an egg. And so when I prayed with him, that's what the Lord showed us. He was feeding people lies. You know, your breast speaks of feeding and nurturing. And if you're Lying, you're feeding people the wrong thing And that can be a cause of breast problems uh, People lie because they're hungry And they lie for survival All of this, uh, there's no excuse for any of this Because it all boils down to us Making something else a refuge God says in Psalms 91 He who, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God Will abide under the shadow and protection of the Almighty And God will take care of his children He promises that he'll do that, but when we lie, we're making something else a refuge, something else our protection, rather than God. And lying can take on many different forms, Uh, and I might not be naming all of them, but I'm just going to name a few. Deceiving others, that means to mislead because uh, it means to cause to err, to cause a person to believe what is false or disbelieve what's true. Uh, Psalms 10 um, Verse 7 say, I'm sorry Psalms one o one seven says He who practices deceit Shall not dwell within my house He who speaks falsehood Shall not Maintain his position before me And also people lie Because they're being hypocrites That means to wear a mask To hold out a uh, False appearance or a false impression Another is people uh, Pretend and play act That means they hold on To or make a show Of something not real uh, To exhibit To cover For something hidden To give a false appearance Psalms 81 Verse 15 says He who Hates the Lord, pretends obedience, and so the churches are full of people that are pretending obedience. Can I tell you, the Christian life is a life of surrender. And if you're just being a church member and you don't, you're not living a surrendered life. Um, you need to get saved. Um, today, a precious lady um, texted me, and I'm not making fun of her at all. Um, in fact, if listening, I'll tell you, I'll call you after the program. But her husband was in the hospital and he had dementia and he had, well, she didn't tell me he had dementia, but she just told me that he was in the hospital with a heart attack. And I said, has he lived a surrendered life? Is he a believer? Uh, And then if he's a believer, has he lived a surrendered life? And she said she wasn't sure. And I said, well, if he had lived a surrendered life, you'll know that. And then she told me he had dementia. And that he had uh, something wrong with his mind, Uh, maybe on the verge of Alzheimer's. And that told me that he'd exchanged the truth of God for a lie. And that he worshipped the creature rather than the creator. And that God had given him over to a reprobate mind. Now, I didn't want to leave this lady lady hopeless. But I honestly believe that when, when you've come that far, I believe it's too late. And, of course, nothing's too late for God. He can do anything. He can raise the dead. But the question is, if they go back home, will they go back the way they were or will they live a different life? You know, I remember my mother had had, uh, ovarian cancer in 1978. And I stayed in the hospital with her and she said, Jerry, I don't think if I died that I would go to heaven. And I led her to the Lord. And my mother, this was in 78, and she led a fruitful life until the year 2000. But had she went home to uh, the same old Person she was, I don't think she would have lived that long. I believe it would have been too late for her. And so, the Christian life is a life of surrender. You know, we don't we don't obey to be saved. We obey because we are saved. Um, when you're truly born again, you can't explain it. You know that something's happened in your heart, but you can't be the way you used to be because you're a new creation in Christ. And so, when you pretend obedience, Psalms 81:15 says that you hate the Lord. Also, people go into denial to cope with their pain. They want to escape through different things, and they go into a, a denial, which is go with into a, they go into a false refuge, just to cope with life. Also, people exaggerate. Um, means to heap on. Uh, means to accumulate. To enlarge. Uh, beyond truth uh, to amplify something i know my son who my youngest son who's in heaven now who lived a homosexual lifestyle because of rejection he wanted everybody to love him and accept him and he would go to i remember one day he went to the neighbors and he was telling them all kinds of stories about me uh, that I was a uh, car hop. There's nothing wrong with being that But that I really wasn't his mother That I married his daddy And I was his stepmother And just a, just concocted all kinds of stuff To get these little ladies to listen to him And they told me what he said And I made him go to all those doors Knock on the door and tell the truth Because you know the truth sets you free Another uh, uh, thing that people do Is tell people what they want to hear and that's the worst thing you could do to me is tell me what you what I want to hear. I want to hear what God's word says. I want to hear the truth. Another way we lie to people is by giving our word, telling people we'll do something and then we don't do it. My parents taught me that a good name was to be chosen above great riches. And then through pretense, which is holding out or offering to uh, others something that is false, another is delusion is to exalt a, a lie as the truth. It's misleading of the mind, an illusion, a false show deceptive appearance, arrow or mistake proceeding from false views and then to perform play act. We've already talked about that one. Uh, Guile, which is to disguise yourself craftily, craftily, artful, deceitful. And then telling partial truths. You don't tell all the truth. Just tell part of it. And freedom comes to our life when, number one, we're born again. And when we're born again, it doesn't mean we're perfect. It means we're a work in progress. It means that's the beginning. And so today, be sure that you're born again. Make sure God has given you a new heart. If you've been born again, you won't even question your salvation. You'll know that you know that you know. Um, And you have to die to your flesh to tell the truth. It's not an easy thing to do. It means you have to choose God's way over your way. That's what it means to deny yourself, put self behind. Uh, Break the defaults that were set by the negative growing up process of however you were trained up. Forgive others and forgive yourself and ask God to forgive you. Break generational curses of lying and then break soul ties with your forefathers and with those that you've lied to. And I'm going to, if you can agree with this, I'm going to lead you in repentance. And the word spirit means breath. Most of you, as you repent, you'll be delivered before I even tell the demons to go. The word spirit means breath. And, uh, of course, air comes out of whatever body part air can come out of. Your mouth burping, belching, passing gas. Sometimes you might feel the heat go through your body. So if you will pray with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for lying. Forgive me that I've been a person that practices lying, loves lying, lies to manipulate, to control, to get what I want, uh, to cover over. Uh, Lord, I ask you to forgive me for um, speaking untrue things, making false statements, telling white lies giving tall tales, telling fibs, misrepresenting, misstating. God, forgive me for distorting the truth, for exaggerating. Uh, Forgive me for conveying false messages, false impressions. Forgive me for fast-talking, deceiving others, misleading other people. Lord, you hate lying, and I ask you to forgive me. Thank you that you don't hate me. Thank you that you love me. Thank you, Lord, that you are true. Forgive me for hating people that I've lied to. Forgive me for having lying lips and concealing hatred. God, forgive me for being a mouthpiece for the devil and letting the devil manifest himself through me instead of letting your life flow through me. Forgive me for not abiding in the vine. Forgive me for not being patient and kind. Forgive me for being jealous and rude. Forgive me for seeking my own way and acting unbecomingly and rejoicing in wrong. And forgive me for taking into account a wrong suffered. Forgive me for rejoicing in unrighteousness and lies instead of the truth. Forgive me for not loving truth, speaking truth, embracing truth. I ask you to give me a love of the truth, Lord. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for thinking that if I'm because I'm a church member or because I've just received you as my savior, that I can live any way I want to. Forgive me that lying has been a lifestyle and a habit. God, forgive me for um, being deceived. Forgive me for fornication. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for adultery. Forgive me for being effeminate. Forgive me for for homosexuality. I want to say this too about a homosexual lifestyle. There's a there's a lying spirit in people that live a homosexual lifestyle. Is, as the Lord showed me when my son lived a homosexual lifestyle. He went astray from birth. That's the scripture says that liars go astray from birth. And you'll see a lying spirit in every person that has lived a homosexual lifestyle and and other people, too. But I just wanted to mention that. Lord, forgive me for being covetous. Forgive me for being a physical drunk, a spiritual drunk. Forgive me for being a reviler, a slanderer. forgive me for breaking covenant with you lord i present my body to you as a living sacrifice i want to be born again today i ask your holy spirit to to come into my life uh jesus i ask you to come live inside of me forgive me for not being willing in the past to deny myself today i choose to lord And, Lord, because my parents were liars, I believed the lie that you were even a liar. Forgive me for following after the father of lies. Forgive me for living after the flesh. Forgive me for um, living according to the flesh. Forgive me for not putting to death the deeds of the body so I can live. Forgive me for not being led by the spirit of God. God, I ask you to forgive me for um, being of of the father. Forgive me that my father has been the devil. Forgive me for walking in darkness. Forgive me for not understanding. Lord, I want to, I don't want to have the devil as my father. I want you to be my father. Forgive me for not abiding in your word so that I'll know the truth and the truth will set me free. Forgive me for speaking uh, lies and not speaking the truth, not believing in you. Forgive me for unbelief and doubt. Forgive me, Lord, for not speaking with excellent speech. Forgive me for being a fool. Forgive me for having lying lips. Forgive me for not showing qualities of a high moral character. Forgive me for not speaking the truth in love and grow up in all respects unto you. Forgive me for not laying aside all falsehood. Lord, I do that now. And not speaking to each other with truth. Forgive me for lying to other people. Lord, I choose death to the old self. Lord, forgive me for um, committing sins that are an abomination to you. Forgive me for haughty eyes and a lying tongue. Forgive me for hands that shed innocent blood. Forgive me for a heart that devises wicked plans. Lord, forgive me for feet that have run after evil. Forgive me for being a false witness who utters lies and for speaking. Lord, forgive me for spreading strife among brothers. Forgive me for having a perverse spirit. God, forgive me for being stubborn to do evil, walk in a crooked path. Forgive me for acting corruptly toward you. Forgive me for being a perverse and crooked generation. Forgive me for not walking in integrity so I could walk securely. Forgive me for perverting my ways, which causes me to be found out. Lord, forgive me for speaking lies and have gone astray from birth. I ask you, Lord, to deliver me. Purge that from me. Lord, I ask you to give me a love of the truth so I will be saved. Forgive me for loving and practicing lying. Lord, I ask you to put on, I want to put on the whole armor of God uh, the, a helmet of salvation a breastplate of righteousness a belt of truth i want to shod my feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace i want to take up the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit and pray at all times in the spirit i ask for all of your armor lord lord i choose to lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light Forgive me for exchanging the truth of God for a lie in worship and in serving the creature, than the creator, which would cause you to give me over to a reprobate mind. Forgive me for saying I have fellowship with you and walking in darkness, lying and not practicing the truth. God, forgive I forgive my parents for training me up to be liars. I forgive them for being liars. Uh, I renounce the lie that because they lied that you approve of lying Lord, there's been no fear of God on me because my parents were liars. I forgive my parents for making me take care of myself. And, Lord, because I was just a little child, I I had to steal to have food. And I forgive my parents for that. Lord, forgive me for protecting myself or thinking I'm protecting myself when I'm really exposing myself to judgment and to uh, uh, the lake of fire. Lord, forgive me for lying to hurt other people. Forgive me for fear and rejection, wanting people to love me. Uh, God, forgive me for not having the courage to say no. And forgive me for lying and telling people I'll do something when I won't. Forgive me for having a man-pleasing spirit. Forgive me for fearing men and women more than I fear you, Lord. Forgive me for lying and covering over my sin. Forgive me for greed, selfishness, wanting things to lie, steal, cheat, steal, manipulate to get them. Forgive me for wanting to be important so I make up lies. And Lord, I forgive my mother and father that they didn't take care of me, they didn't nurture me, they didn't provide for me and I I grew up hungry. Forgive me for lying for survival. God, forgive me for making all of these things a refuge instead of making you a refuge. Forgive me for deceiving others. Forgive me for being a hypocrite. Forgive me for play acting and pretending and performing. God, forgive me for denying things to cope with life. Going into a false refuge. Of denial Forgive me for exaggerating Making something bigger than it really is Forgive me for telling people What they want to hear Forgive me for being a person That doesn't keep my word Forgive me for pretense Holding out and offering something That's false Forgive me Lord for delusion Exalting as truth a lie Forgive me for Um, Dial. Forgive me for telling partial truths And Lord I want to yield to you Present my body to you I want to choose to die to my flesh Um, God in Jesus name I, I choose to walk On the highway of holiness I ask you to break the negative Defaults of how I was trained up I forgive myself God I ask you to forgive me And, Lord, I thank you that from this moment on, it's a new day. And I break generational curses. I forgive my forefathers for being liars. I ask you to break generational curses, soul tie curses, cultural curses. I I break soul ties with all my forefathers, with every person I've lied to, with my parents, with my family. In the name of Jesus, I cut every demonic soul tie. Call back my soul and human spirit from every person I have a soul tie with. Send back their souls and human spirits back to them. Exchange their image for the image of Christ. And I command every demonic spirit to leave that came in through lying. I command a lying spirit to leave every person that that has prayed this prayer with me. In the name, power, blood, and authority of Jesus, I break the power. I tear down every stronghold. I cast down every stronghold of lies, lying, unbelief, and doubt. I tear down strongholds of fear and rejection. I tear down strongholds of a man-pleasing spirit, fear of rejection. I tear down strongholds of manipulating, denial. I tear down strongholds of pride, strongholds of hatred, variance, strife. I tear down strongholds of, of uh, confusion, perverse spirit, scoliosis. I tear down strongholds of breast cancer, breast tumors. In the name of Jesus, I tear down every stronghold uh, that came in through the sins they confessed. In Jesus' name, I cast down every imagination, every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I take captive, in Jesus' name, every thought to the obedience of Christ. In Jesus' name, I punish every disobedience because my obedience is complete. In Jesus' name. Praise you, mighty God. Take a deep breath and blow out. The word spirit means breath. And it means pneuma, which means breath. That's how demons come out is through the breath. In Jesus' name. Every spirit that would not confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Every spirit of lies, uh, falsehoods, leave now in Jesus' name. I break your power over every life in the name of Jesus. I break every yoke of bondage in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Give, give Jesus a praise offering. Thank him for what he's done. Praise you, Lord, and ask God to fill you now with himself. Lord, I ask you to fill every person with yourself. In Jesus' name, the overflowing. Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus that they'll walk in truth, speak truth, embrace truth, love truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you want prayer, if you call me, uh, you can call me at uh, 646-594-4784, and don't forget to press 1. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the ministry. You can email me at jerrymcgee at net. That's G-E-R-I-M-C-G-H-E-E at sbcglobal.net. My website is G E R I M C G H E E dot com. And on our website, you can find uh, lots of uh, books you can order. I recommend one called Resetting Life's Negative Reaping Patterns. And basically, it tells you how to reset the negative to the positive. We all have good and bad things to reap. But it'll tell you how to change What's negative into what's Positive there's a book I wrote On grief it's called Exchanging sorrow into joy Um, A book on how to enter God's rest And clearing the land Uh, Clearing the land is a book That you can actually um, Do work you can go through the book And repent over the whole book It lists all the curses uh, In the bible lists the curses at least prayers to pray how to break soul ties and you can actually get deliverance just reading the book it's in spanish and it's also in um i i I think it's in russian i've I've never seen the book in russian but years ago people asked permission to do it so i don't know if it is or not but anyway be sure and listen in again on the first and third tuesdays of each month from 6 to 8 p.m central time and today is um, August the 20th, 2019. Abiding Life Ministries was formed in 1978 by my late husband. And um, anyway, it's a ministry of healing and deliverance. I've been, I meet in Duncanville, Texas, the first uh, Saturday of each month. It's at exit 462 at the Hilton Garden Inn. And we meet at 10 o'clock. We're just a a small group. But if you need prayer and you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we welcome you to come. We don't charge for the meetings. We do take up a love offering. We don't believe you should charge for the gospel. But, you know, you need finances to uh, continue. So those of you who can help us, we'd appreciate it. You can give a gift by going to jerrymcgee.com. And you can send a gift by PayPal. And we appreciate whatever. God is the one that takes care of us. And he's the one that takes care of you. I'll be at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp. August the 29th through September 1st, 2019. I recommend if you can come. It's in Hot Springs, Arkansas. You can go on to their website, lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com. And I don't know of any place. That you can get greater deliverance than at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp We have prayer teams of people that are totally yielded to the Lord And uh, my next Duncanville, Texas meeting is September the 7th, 2019 I believe that's a Saturday I'll be in Pennsylvania, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania on um, October the 27th through the 29th Or the 25th through the 29th, I think or the twenty sixth. But anyway, you can go on my website and it, it gives the exact date. I'm I'm can't I can't read my notes right now, but you can call Bill Wilson. It's seven one seven three five zero one five zero six for information. It's called Let Freedom Ring and that's in Mechanicsburg, um, Pennsylvania. And if you'd like to schedule a meeting in your area, just email me, and I encourage you to email me. I love to hear what God does in your life, and I always answer my emails. I delete all the advertisements, but I do answer my emails. So you can email me at McGee at sbcglobal.net, and I hope you'll listen, again, listen in again on the first and the third Tuesdays of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., um, Central time Jerry we
0: do and have I'm a fast. caller
1: Okay great Hello
0: Area code 585 Your mic is open Hello Hi Minister Jerry this, Hi. Um, Wanted to um, Call in and um, Say hello and also Thank you so much um, For your word that the Lord has given you on tonight Um it was uh, on time and i trust the lord um and what he shares with you to share with um the body of christ and um oh, thank you i um i have met you one time before when i went to lake hamilton bible camp and um i will hope you come back I, <laughs> I hope i am i am hoping so too um i always think about that place and i pray often um You were blessed, weren't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Um, I do have um, your book, Clearing the Land. I shared that book. Actually, I bought the book, and then I um, ended up giving it to one of my cousins, and then I had to order another one. I was like, no, just take it, you know, instead of me trying to tell her where to get it from. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I I just really wanted to call in and say that – Every time I listen to you, or um, or just you know pray with you, I, I just really thank God for, for what He's done and what He is doing in in my life. Um, I've I went through I've went through a, a on a trail of tears of um, um some you know I was just asking the Lord. I journaled um, prior to listening to um, your message tonight and. Um, I just had a lot of questions for the Lord, like, what caused this? What did I do? What are you trying to teach me? What do I need to learn? And all I knew was I, I got your email and for um, you know, to, to listen in. You were gonna be speaking on blog talk and usually on Tuesdays, um, I've been I've been busy with school and work, work during the day and mm-hmm. going to school at night, so I was like, okay, um, school is ended. Got a little break for the summer. I just listened to to Jerry tonight, and you—it was just—I am just so thankful to God because well dealing with—I was just trying to write down everything. It was—I mean, you were born kind of quick, but just things that I knew that what, um, like just looking over just the misleading of people. Then I started writing down um as as quickly as I can of some of the things that I was seeing of some of the lies that from from childhood and and mm-hmm. or or and then um as an adult or or I, I, I was seeing of things that when I was, you know, would lie to, to my mom <clears throat> to you know, to get out of trouble and then you brought up or, you know, to repent because your parents may have lied to you or so it was just uh and I was like, well God, could could this be you know, why, you know, I'm I'm kinda going through what I'm going through and I, I just believe that just hearing the truth was an answer to prayer. I, I don't know what else oh, I can say. Um <laughs> that's encouraging but just just writing down, like, um, just asking the Lord to forgive me for um, you know, distorting the truth and just um I was reading in some some of the scriptures as you was going along and it's like I at this point I because when you were when you were I was praying with you and i I'm kinda tearful now but just crying because seeing what the word of God has to say mm-hmm. and knowing that, and, and, and then just, just hearing, just hear, seeing in the word of God and then praying and asking the Lord to forgive me, and but then God, this, and then when I was writing down, I said, you know, just, just, it was just little stuff. Like, you know, a test grade, if I got a 63, someone say, well, what you got on the exam? I was, And I would just lie and say, I got a 65. Well, by the time I got home or on my way driving home, I would be repenting in the car. I would be saying, God, oh, Lord, forgive me for that. And then it, it got to the point where I was starting to see it. Even more, even more, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know Praise if I'm explaining God. it right, like, like you know, like, oh, I'll be like, oh, I did it again, God, you know, and then I would I would repent, I would say, well, Lord, forgive me, but you brought it to a, a, a I, even though that was light, yes, that was light because I was recognizing it, but it seemed like I see it even more now, like, I feel yes. it for, like, I don't know if I don't know if I'm. You're never gonna lie lie no more. (laughs) Never ever never. never. (laughs) So so I just wanted to call in. I don't, you know, I listen to you, and I don't always call in, but I I needed to say thank God. Oh, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling.
1: Thank God. my prayer tonight was that everybody who listened would never have the problem of lying again, and I believe God's answered that prayer because he sent his word to yeah. heal us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm.
2: I appreciate yeah, so. you
1: calling in. I hope, yeah, I hope so you'll come back you, to Lake Liz. Hamilton. Yes, what is your name? I, I do hope well, maybe can... you don't want to give your name. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> No, don't give, give me that name. No, no, no. No. Uh, so you don't have to give but, your name. <laughs> well God bless so. you. I love you and I okay. hope to see you again. I love you too. If you if you come yeah. to make Hamilton, be sure and come in and introduce yourself.
0: I sure will. Thank you so much. God Thank bless you too. So you. Uh-huh. God bless you. Love you. Love you too. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. You're you're welcome. <laughs> bye bye.
1: Well, is anyone else calling in? If not, I just say will the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you even more peace. And go and send no more. Amen.